Welcome everyone to the Pantheon of M. I am Ray. I am Evie. So Evie, what is our show for this week? Almighty Thor. That's right. Brought to you by the Sci-Fi Network, the people who brought to you Sharknado. Hmm. Which kind of tells you right there what we're going for. <laughs> um, so let's start. You start off first. So give us an overview of, of this film. Overview of Almighty Thor mm-hmm. is Thor thinks he's, you know, I can fight anybody. Mm-hmm. He's very self-centered except something happens and his brother and his father die Odin his father kills his brother exactly yeah Loki Loki no it's a Baldassar oh right right Uh, right, right. is it Baldassar something like like that not Baldassar but uh I uh, know yeah yeah there's yeah this um how do I say this this film takes a lot of liberties of what you think. Similar to that of like the Invincible Iron Man, which yeah. we had our disagreements on beforehand. Right. This is saying we're in a good place now. Um, okay. I had to break this down into three acts because this okay. is what it is. And for me to do it this way, I was able to come out of this film a little bit happier. Okay. Okay. The first act really is the invasion of Loki. Would you agree with that? It's, the whole thing is this Loki's invasion on, yeah, on yeah. Asgard. Yeah. That's all. That's what it is, right? Yeah. And a lot happens in this. So let's get into who's in this film. Uh, you have Kevin Nash, the wrestler, is playing Odin. You have uh, Richard Grieco from 21 Jump Street, yeah. and Booker. Yeah, that's um, Loki. He is Loki, right? right? And then you have this uh, brand new uh, unknown actor playing Thor. His name is Cody Deal. Okay. Um, uh, now, the irony of this, his first role he ever applied for in Hollywood while for auditioning was the first Thor, Thor movie. Oh, wow. And obviously he didn't get that. Then three months later, he he applied uh, for this movie, and this became his very first role, mm-hmm. and his, it's also his leading role. It just went from one zero to one hundred for this guy. Yeah. Sure. Now depends on how you look at this film as being a hundred. Sure. But it's his his breakthrough role, yeah. and he's leading the charge on this. So okay. for him, it's it, it's all win win. Hmm. Okay. The character who gets the top billing is the actress. Uh, Patricia Velasquez. Okay. Uh, you know her from the Mummy, the first movie. Yeah. Ran it. That's who that is from. Okay. okay. So she is the most. Uh, she plays uh, Jan Jarn Sa- Jarn Saxa. Is that how you Something like, like that? Yeah. Uh, who is in the actual mythology or, or North mythology is one of the wives or of uh, Thor or love lovers, mm. uh, and and she gave birth to one of his sons because right. he had he had two sons according to uh, mythology. Mm. Okay. So uh, Act One. Uh, basically, it starts off with Loki coming out of hell. Yep. Uh, him and his like demon dogs invade Asgard. Uh, they he has this. Uh, it's, I think it's called the bone of the bone of Earl. Is that yeah, right? something like yeah, just yeah. a really odd thing. Not a staff, but it has the purposes of what the staff can do. It can like, zap stuff up, blow buildings up, people up. According to the the Norns of Fate, the Sisters of Fate, yeah. Odin got the dream of seeing the sky go black, yeah. and and the whole it starts off with him going to see the sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they tell him that this is the year of Loki. He's destined to become, to bring Ragnarok. Yeah. Asgard's going to fall. You're right. all going to die. And just accept. They're telling Lo- uh, Odin and his sons, accept it. This is what's going on. Mm. You know, this is this is fate. Yeah. yeah. So when he invades, uh, he's looking for the hammer of invincibility. That's what his right. whole credit west is. Mm. And uh, and in the process, because he's a trickster, kind of, he tricks uh, uh, Odin to killing his first son. Mm-hmm. You know, in the process. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the end of it, Asgard's left in, r- in rubble. Mm-hmm. It's burning. And even Thor loses a battle against Loki yeah. after finding out his father's dead, uh, his brother's dead. His so, brother's dead, yeah. 
so that's basically the first act. That's right, all it. And then and then you meet uh, Jan Sarksa, uh, who helps him escape. Right. Yeah. Um, now he's sort of perpetual, uh, kind of a character. Like he's sort of childlike. Mm-hmm. You know, like he. Um, how, how would you describe? Yeah. How would you describe Thor? Like just his overall personality. Whiny little baby. Why didn't mm-hmm. this happen to me? I'm Thor. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and I, I, you know that, that's you know. yeah no that's really what you can say because he so feels like he can always win the fight. Exactly, you know, but he, he, can't. Can't, he can't, and he won't accept anything else. And right. he, he doesn't think of the consequences or how to do it properly right, or right, patience. Exactly. Um, like you really wish he had like the Sun Tzu book of like knowledge yeah. to, to instigate war because exactly. he's not like at all uh, doing going into that. Uh, the second act I'm gonna say is Journey to Midgard. Now Midgard is Earth. You would agree with that, right? Yeah. Jaren Saxa was able to get him into a porthole into a place where he could start training for right, a yeah. brief little period of time. Yeah. Uh, and then the Devil Dogs and Loki are trying to break through. Right. So they escape the training facility and they go to Midgard. Yep. Right? Uh, we get into a thing called the Tree of Life. Well, the hammer mm-hmm. is it was created from the heart of the Tree of Life. Right, yeah. Now, in the in Norse mythology, in the movie, in the cartoons, mm-hmm. uh, it's from a dying star, the heart of a dying star. That's yeah. why the weight of it's so heavy, the right. gravity of it's insa- insane, uh, and it's powerful. Uh, this is a life force bringer weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, Loki wants it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, And so it's believed that if Thor uses the hammer, this mighty hammer, he can destroy Loki with it. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks that. That's what we're going into. That's what we believe is going to happen. Does it happen? Well, let's go further in the story. We learned that Zaxa was trained by Valkyries, women fighters. Yeah. Uh, she used to serve under Odin's protective for Odin, his, his father. And he gets beaten up repeatedly in, in his journey to try and get this. Yeah. Thing. Loki beats him up. He, he, <laughs> he runs away from Jan, Jan Saxa and heads towards Loki. Loki beats him up. <laughs> she saves him three, four times from yeah, death. Exactly. And he goes back to get uh, beat up and killed or, or almost yeah, killed. Yeah, Shot, exactly. stabbed. Main. Then he gets sent to hell, doesn't he? In the third act, yeah, yes. Exactly, yeah. So let's get to the third act. And that, I call this one Loki get, uh, sets Ragnarok in motion. Mm-hmm. That's what it ends yeah, up happening. Yeah. So it's battle on Earth, and all hell, literally all hell breaks loose. Yeah. The ground opens up, flames are coming out. Mm-hmm. Janet Sarks gets killed. Yeah. She gets sent to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father and his brother are in hell, mm-hmm. we learn. Um Loki brings serpents. Uh, the devil dogs are still yeah. r- running through all over Earth itself. Thor himself goes to hell. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, he's, he learns to make a hammer of, out of his own making mm-hmm. in, uh, in hell. So he breaks out of hell. We don't know how he breaks out of hell. Yeah. And Loki finally gets the hammer, Thor's hammer of invincibility. Right. Right? So with the hammer that he creates from hell, he destroys the, 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 the tree of life hammer. Yeah. And, and, and kills Loki or knocks Loki with his own design hammer from hell. Yeah. So again, doesn't go with the lore, doesn't go with anything that makes sense in terms of like what the hammer, because the whole point of the story was to him using the hammer to stop Loki. No. Bone yeah. of, that's what he has. He destroys the bone of arrow with, with his hell hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Oh, he has his like, uh, Zinsu being like in Dragon Ball Z yeah, yeah. that restores your life or energy. Right. He re- he restores the tree of life with his potion like a, like a Zinsu mm-hmm. beam and um, he's able to and, and bring everything back to normal. Back to um, yeah, right. he stops Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the final scene is him going to the uh, Norns of Fate and telling them uh, we make our own fate and he destroys their table. 
he, that's uh, he walks away. It's it's sort of a uh, it, it it gives full circle to to his idea of like we design our own fate. Yeah. There's no fate but what we make right. type type of like theology right, right. or ideology. Right. Um. So, what are your thoughts of this film? Um, uh, did you it was not for me. I did yeah. not like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you think did it looked cheesy in terms of like the quality of the work, even though it's a sci-fi network? Does it, did it bother you because of the story, or did it bother you because of the acting, or both? Everything. Or everything. <laughs> everything. You know, it's a good try at a movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I kind of yeah. Or where do you think it did well? Which is, I don't which, think which, it did. On anything, on any front at all, like any front, um, were you able to? Okay, like, did, were you able to follow the story? Like, did you understand like what it was trying to do? Like, that, that, not that I'm not saying it did it well, but like, right. did you understand it like throughout? Well, a guy trying to get back his father mm-hmm. and his and his brother, right? You know, uh, how's he gonna do it? Uh, and yeah, he tries, but somewhere, the goal of the whole thing for me gets lost. Oh no, and this, and I think I agree. And his whole goal, he has no goal. He just wants to go out and do it. Exactly. And he's uh, blinded by his own like ambition. Yeah, just to do it. Uh, uh, he had. He's not. Do you, you know, here's a good question. Do you think he's a redeemable character? This guy? No. L- uh, this version of Thor. I don't think so. It's all about him. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Do you think at the end of when all said and done, because everyone he loves or even Jarn Saxa mm. still is dead. Yeah. Right? Um No, you're right. There's there's no there's no redeeming there's nothing there's nothing redeeming about this one at all. Okay, let me put it this way. Did you how would you rate this film? Um on a scale of one to ten. Um maybe four. Okay. I, and you gave a reason why, and I understand that. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go a little higher. Okay. I'm gonna give it a seven. No, no, that's too high. No, no, that's, that's too. That's way too high. Because I, I can't even justify a seven. No, I can't do that. I'm gonna give it a six. I'm gonna give it a six because. Why? Okay, and the reason why I give it a six is because, um. Well, in the films about him being worthy of the hammer of Thor is because he's brash, he's a rich child. You know, a privilege. Right. You don't understand. He hasn't learned. He has to go through the challenges to understand his his real role in the world sure. and be and to be a king. Yeah. You know, because right now, and so that was the journey of the the film itself, the MCU film. Mm-hmm. That's a journey in animation versions of that, that we'll get into, like Tales of Asgard. Mm-hmm. Uh, those he has to uh, people who, who he loves in his hero's journey, if you want to mm-hmm. call it, hero's quest, will die by his hands or by his own. Uh, Misgivings of what to uh, how to look at the situation properly, right, right, right. and because of that, he has to learn and from the consequences of his actions and what he's unleashed. Yeah, that's the true assessment, I would that's say. Much, yeah. um, so uh, they they stay straight. They stay true to that, true to form with that concept. Uh, does he learn from it? I don't think he's learned. Not in this version. Mm-hmm. I, like the moral of the story, it was never displayed that it was learned. And if it was learned, uh, it's it's it feels very empty. Like uh, that's person, it's undefined. Like it's an und- it's an undefined ending. Right. Um, it's nebulous at best. Like because everything's lost. I mean, he stops Ragnarok. Right. Um, it's a pure victory. What does he show for? There's nothing, nothing. You know, other than stopping Ragnarok and Loki. You know, there's no home. Yeah. I don't think he's even a king to his own people now. 
Yeah. I think is Asgard gone? Like it's gone, right? Rubble. It's Probably. it's still burning. Like yeah. we left it. Asgard was still burning when he left it. I'm sure it's still burning when he gets back oh, to I'm it. Sure, yeah. If he does. Yeah. So it was a, it was a very pyrrhic victory. Yeah. Um, uh, overall, I gave it. Yeah, I gave it. A, I gave it a six. Um, yeah. I I thought, you know, I think you he's given so many chances to learn from his mistakes, mm-hmm. and at some point. Uh, you hit like it's like people who hit rock bottom. He has to he has to literally hit rock bottom to yeah. to grow. And th- I don't know if they sh- this display that well enough, but uh, th- you get that a little bit. Yeah. What would you say would complement this movie? And that's a tough one. Uh, I have one that's easy for me to, to go, but like, what would you say it is? I would say the original Thor, like done ten years ago. Oh, okay, really? Because he's. He's very self-centered. I'm king or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then, or I want to be king. Odin's mm-hmm. throws him out of heaven, right? You know. Yeah. He said, you know, learn. I'm gonna. Yeah. You know. He can't lift up the hammer until he's exactly. until he's worthy. Until he's no, worthy of being exactly. Thor. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I, you know, which is why I think mm-hmm. those actually match, uh, um, mm-hmm. except ex, except Thor, like in this movie, mm-hmm. learns his lesson, whereas the one. The bad movie doesn't, and who knows what happens to him. I'm gonna say for me, it was uh, New Hope. He reminds me of Luke Skywalker okay. because the first line he goes to uh, to his parents, you know, he's going, to, I'm going at power converters. Oh yeah, you know, and I because when I saw it, I because I saw it again in theaters, mm-hmm. like probably like 20 year anniversary. The first thing he says made me laugh out loud. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a hero of what? Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he sounds like a little little whiny yeah. boy. Okay. So that whiny boy was the first thing that popped in my head when I when I, when I see this store. Okay. You, you lack the maturity mm-hmm. and wisdom to understand, um, you know, yeah. where you are in life and, and what is uh, important. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to go. Th- you have to go through <laughs> this great loss, lo- loss of family, yeah. like what Luke went through. His the people who raised him on uh, Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, he's he had to go through all that. Though Luke learned quickly. Uh, you know, of course, you know the loss. Sure. Uh, Whereas this guy, mm-hmm. he just wants to do an early version of Luke learning, yeah. you know, that you're you're not a pr- you're even though, you, yeah, you have to learn your way. Yeah. So. It was okay, but uh, yeah. I you know what I I think I was a bit harsh. I'd give it a five. Oh yeah, four right? Yeah. Right. Well, it's it's you know what it's a sci-fi network. So if you were if you watch like Shock the Purse versus. Crocodile, out, gigantic alligator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 these kinds of uh, films. They're like films that are just like over the top, yeah. low budget, claymation sure. sometimes yeah. uh, films. Sure. Um, you know. So was Clash of the Titans. That was. Uh, yeah, but it's based on Greek mythology. Exactly, there, yeah. there, there was actual uh, like, 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 like a, um, like even with mythology, like Greek mythology, there is the stories are, are based on just lessons learned. Sure. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. This lesson was not. Really not learned. <laughs> not learned. Um, the director is Christopher uh, Douglas Olin Ray or Christopher Ray. Okay. Uh, he's wor- a lot of people who's worked with him work with him again. He's worked with Rico on a couple of films. Okay. Uh, he's worked on the Sci-Fi Network. He's done a lot of Sci-Fi films. Okay. Uh, every title makes you want to cringe after the okay. next title. So yeah. it's it's those kinds of like B mm-hmm. Roger Corman esque levels. And it's tongue in cheek. It's meant to be this way and if you once you understand that this was designed to be this horrible yeah you, you can't you can't even give it a razzie because it was meant to be this way so yeah. it's not an unintentional you know whereas 
you know, yeah. So like I'm thinking like you know Sandler's uh, the one where he plays Jack and Jill. Oh yeah, which never is, saw that. Oh oh, it won all the Razzies, man. It, that okay. that year was just at least it wasn't meant to. They didn't go into that with the intent to be bad. Okay. Well, or, or yeah, this one this is all intent. Okay. <laughs> this, this is this is all bad. Okay. So with that with that intent, I am Ray. And I'm Evie. Uh, please uh, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. We appreciate any help you give us. Uh, that gets the word out there. We get to, we get to do more. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to us on the podcast. Hit like or subscribe or hit four or five stars. Uh, it gets us out there, and we definitely appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And if you like this podcast or have suggestions, leave a comment down below. We would love to hear from you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Take care. Mm-hmm.